A misfit ant looking for warriors to save his colony from greedy grasshoppers recruits a group of bugs that turn out to be an inept circus troupe. Welcome to the Walt Vault with Michelle, Andre, Louise, and me, Emily. We're a family-friendly podcast where we pick a new Disney movie each week. We watch it, share our thoughts, and then relate it to pop culture, fandoms, and anything else that pops into our heads. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to the Walt Vault, episode 27. <laughs> How old are we now? 27. Oh. Or your age. That's right. I'm 27 years old. Yes. Indeed. <laughs> okay. Um, this week we are talking about A Bug's Life, the Pixar, the second Pixar uh, animated film from 1998. And one of my favorites. I love this movie. Yeah? Yes. That's good. But uh, first. Yes. Before we get into that, I got a message. We got a message. We got a message. We got a message. Hey, 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 hey. Ooh, I like the message song. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys slid into our DMs. Um, on Facebook. On Facebook. And we got a message from Hans, who after last week's episode. Who is this Hans? Hans. Um, after last week's episode, when we were talking about Ben Dobbs and Broomsticks and how cool it would be if it was like a musical or something. Yeah, like that. I had made a comment that this movie would be so, so cool as a musical. And guess what? It's happening. It's happening. In Chicago, according to Hans. Yes. So ha- now I need to go to Chicago. Hans wrote in and said, just listen to your podcast about Ben Dobbs and Broomsticks. You were talking about how it should actually be a stage show. It's actually happening. And then he sent us a link. Uh, it's going to come out in s- Chicago next year. So that's super cool. So maybe I need to just take a vacation. I don't know. Yeah. Guess I'm going to Chicago. Have fun. I'm not going with what? you. What? <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, then. Um, <laughs> yeah, so thank you, Hans, for writing in. Uh, please uh, DM us more, everyone. We love it. I love it. Woo. 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 All right. Bugs Life. Your first impressions, Michelle? You said you loved it. Okay, yeah. I'll start with this one. This... Um, was a childhood movie of mine that I grew up watching a lot. I actually made the comment when we watched this that I watched A Bug's Life more than I did Toy Story Mm. as a kid. I think maybe I saw Toy Story like a a couple times, but Bug's Life I totally grew up on. We watched it again. I was still quoting it. I still knew all the score music in the background, which is amazing, by the way. Um, Just everything about this movie is super great. It's like a nice original story from Pixar. And I wouldn't say it's underrated, but I guess not. Like there's a whole land in Disneyland based off of, you know, a bug's bug's life. So it's, it's, it's a good movie. It's just been a while. Yeah. It's, it's just been a while. Yeah. I'll, I'll say that like, I, I enjoy this movie a, a bunch. It's 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 stellar. It's it's really good. But I do forget about it a lot. I don't I don't remember that it exists or or what happens in it. And I think I mean it only came out a couple years after Toy Story, but I think Toy Story was just so popular that it kind of gets looked over a little bit. Right. And, and even Bugs Land in Disneyland gets looked over. You know, yeah, cause it's it's, it's there. It's for kids, <laughs> but it's brilliant. Yes, um, I think. I think also Toy Story has sequels, so that, that yeah, helps, that's true. Helps a lot. Luis, what about you? First impressions. I like the movie a lot. Um, speaking of sequels, I'm not quite sure I could see a sequel with this one. Right. I mean, it was great, and I, and personally, I would think it'd be best if it didn't have a sequel. Yeah, yeah, I um, think so too. But I thought it was a a good movie. Um, you have kind of your down and trodden, um, you know, character who wants to do what good for people, but mm-hmm. just ends up. You know, um, falling a bit short and a misunderstood, a yeah. v- very misunderstood, I would say. But it was a good movie. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I too. would not peg it for the second Pixar movie, though. It seemed like it'd be further on in the lifeline. Of right. Pixar. Even oh. Pixar's original works were so great. Emily, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> this is why she's been silent, y'all. <laughs> I'm here. Um, I've, I lost my voice, my friends. So, yeah. You might have to turn her up a bit. No, don't turn me up because <laughs> this is the joke of, of the podcast life because I know that I'm the loudest coming through your speakers usually. Now I'm the quietest. No, You're she's welcome. Silent. <laughs> no, I'm silent. Um, <laughs> I very much enjoyed this movie. Um, I haven't seen it in years and years and years. So rewatching it was very fun. Um, I Really, all I remembered was that 
flick was misunderstood right. he got circus bugs and there was a bird in there somehow like <laughs> and then they built a bug i mean sums it up but like there's so many good parts of this movie and throughout the entire thing i was laughing enjoying it it's physically funny it's got a lot of good lines in it like michelle said the music is very to me i call it pixar mm-hmm. like you know how we talk about disney music this music to me was definitely Pixar music, yeah. and uh, oh, I yeah. really enjoyed it. I think I said that too when we were watching it. That like, yeah, this this music it's it sounds like the most Pixar of any of the the music, and it was all done by Randy Newman, who did the Toy Story movie. Exactly, yep. so super reminiscent why. of Toy Story. Um, pretty much everything reminded me of Toy Story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then even the song at the end, um, sung by the same gentleman, um, very much sounded Toy Story ish, and I was totally okay with it. It did not bother <laughs> me in the least. Right. It does, it, it's not like they're like completely different movies, but they're obviously very. Well, let's just let's start with music because I have a music comment as well. Sure. There, um, we recently went to Disneyland together, um, and we wanted to make sure our little podcast baby Addie got to enjoy all of the Bugs Land rides before it becomes Marvel Land, and so we were riding them all, and Flicks Flyers. That song to me, I always remember the like, or whatever. And then when we were watching the movie, I was like, oh my gosh, that's a song in the background of the score. Like I had never put that together. And just all of the background songs for the rides in Pixar, like Bugs Land are like from the score. Because like I remember. Yes. It's so great. Yes, that would make sense. Yeah. (laughs) But isn't that like I just and we'll talk about the score too just it's beautiful like i it's one of those movies too where i i forget because i haven't watched it in a while but i literally was singing the whole score like as the scenes would switch a new song from the score would come on and i was just like humming it like i know it all because it's iconic it has a very good um it's very solid in in its musical um composition and so you know we were talking about other movies like like Zootopia, like if you mm-hmm. heard like a song that was from their from the actual score, I probably wouldn't have been like, oh, that's from Zootopia. But when you right. hear this, you're like, oh yeah. Like maybe you're not associating it to Bugs Life if you haven't seen it in a long time, but you know that song, right? You, you definitely know, it's know it's, and it's it gives Pixar you the bugs, oh, yeah. the Bugs Life vibe. Oh, you yeah. know, it's great. It's, they did a great job with the music and really connecting it to the storyline in this one. Yes, folksy, jazzy, and Randy Newman. Pixar-y. you go, Randy Newman. Newman-y. All right, how many? Uh, great, now you're gonna have to look this up. But how many Pixar movies has Randy Newman done? Don't say Newmany. We have a we have a <laughs> town called Newman around us. Yeah, we and do. It just makes me think like it came from Newman or Gustine or something. All Hick towns. Um, Hickman. See? Hickman. Yeah. Shout out to all our little towns. Because I know Randy Newman has done the Toy Stories and Bugs Life, but are those the only ones he's done? Let's. He's got to have done more, right? Check out Mr. Newman. Do, do. He definitely did. Okay, he did Toy Story. Okay. He did A Bug's Life. Okay. He did Toy Story 2. Okay. Um, Scrolling. He did Monsters, Inc. Oh. Um, Scrolling. Again, Pixar sounding. Very, very. Um, He did Cars. Okay. Mm. No comment. Eh. What do you mean, no comment? I like Cars, but. Did you like the music in Cars? Life is a highway. <laughs> that song can die. Oh, yeah, yeah. Noche. Yeah, I See, like the Spanish version better. I don't even think there's really a Spanish version. I just, like, translated it and started singing it. So now Michelle thinks there's a Spanish version. <laughs> really isn't. <laughs> I love it. There is now. We that's, just created one. That's what I, I sing obviously. in my, um, what do you call it? Every time we go through Cars Land and California Adventure, I'm over here singing it in Spanish. Like it's, I'm Spanish buzz or something. Hola. Yeah, she's over there singing it in Spanish and looking at me, trying to see if I'm going to correct her. But she gets it right every time. Nice. Toda la noche. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Uh, he also did Toy Story 3, uh, Monsters University. Okay. And I'm not sure if he did I don't think he did the three. Cars 2 and 3. No. Um, what is Tony's story? No, sorry. There's a bunch of other there's a bunch of other non-Disney things on this list. <laughs> that but <laughs> so he's done quite a good chunk handful of kind of like the more iconic Pixar ones. You know what I mean? Right. But the point is, Randy Newman, you're brilliant. Um, the music for Bugs Life is great it's just so happy and jolly and i love it like i don't know i just love it even like the circus music i love 
I know he didn't write that probably, but while I was reading that, I'm done. That the circus music came from another movie. I know, but I don't know what movie, but I read it and I can't remember. Oh well, awkward. Done now. You know Done what? Now. You guys got Google. Moving Check on. It out. <laughs> yeah, you googs it. You googs Listeners, that's you. Googs it. Because we don't have Google. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the characters. The characters. Let's see. Flick, go, Luis. I know He's you want to cool. talk about him. He's cool. I like him. him. He's, uh, <laughs> seems like a very lovable nerd. A lovable, yeah. He's kind of a science nerd, right? Like, he's making experiments. Well, I guess you could call them farm tools, really. He's more of a uh, Michelangelo, creating inventions. Yeah. Um, he, I, I didn't see him experiment much, but that could have been all in the background. Sure. But he's definitely in a, a gadgets kind of yeah, guy. Yeah, there we go. He's, he's, a, he's Inspector Gadget. He's an engineer. For farms of bugs. <laughs> he's a bug He's farmer. a bug farmer. Bug farmer. Engineer. Engineer. Bug farmer engineer. Michelle, just let him be an inventor. It's okay. <laughs> okay. I was <laughs> trying to give him a, try, trying to give him a better title here. <laughs> inventor is perfectly fine. <laughs> no. So I, yes, Flick is just he's just misunderstood. Like he's he's trying to help, but this ant colony wants to do things the traditional way, and he wants to do things in a more efficient manner. But he's also not just very unlucky like a lot in this movie like yeah. he just doesn't have the best of luck like things he ruins things a lot poor guy he definitely i think he's kind of like uh she just has bad luck you know it's plain and simple it, it's not as if like you know the way they treat uh, you know i think they treat him exactly how he is right you know uh he is, he does have bad luck he's a, I, I don't want to call him bad luck chuck or anything like that <laughs> no but it's like, not that bad because I mean, all all of his inventions, they all work. You know, yeah. it's not like he's making stuff that's exploding or anything like that. It's but just it just somehow ends up coming out. Something bad happens whenever right. he invents. And when it's bad, it's bad. Apparently. Because the scene where they're trying to go back into the ant hill because the grasshoppers are coming. <laughs> first problem, they all forgot about Flick and just went in the ant hill without him. Rude. Just <laughs> just leave Flick out in the open. That's so nice of you guys. Well, it's not their fault. They're all pretty. Like, no offense, but. They all follow the queen. They follow the yeah. And they literally, like, remember, they couldn't get around the leaf. Oh, I hilarious. <laughs> like, this isn't like the twig incident of 92 or, <laughs> or 93 or whatever. Yeah. I was like, but they're, they don't think about anything other than the direction. Like, right. they told you what to do, you do it. Um, you should have heard Luis, though, when the leaf starts falling off. And the and the grain is going into the river or uh-huh. into the river bed. Oh yeah, and he's just like, oh no, oh no, <laughs> oh flick, flick, flick. It's like falling down, and he's literally like, no, no, no. And then Andre made the comment, so he throws his device, you know, that he's wearing on his back off but he didn't turn it off first like you didn't think to turn off your device before you you know took it off turn it off dude come on turn your grain powered (laughs) device off what if your worst enemy was coming if a clown was coming at you right now Mm. would you think about turning off no i would throw it at him here take this sucker (laughs) or would you just drop the hair dryer and run off with your wet hair i'd probably do that yeah i know let flick be he's (laughs) unlucky he is but he's he's sweet, and I really like the way he treats Dot. Um, Dot yeah. is the littlest princess. There's Princess, princess Ada, and then there's Dot. Um, she's so cute, and he he treats her like the best. The little rock, like the little sister, the little rock incident with between them is adorable. Yes, yeah, I like. But Dot. it's a rock. It's a rock. <laughs> when he's trying to make a metaphor, but he doesn't have a seed. I, l- I like that a lot. You know, she was very much the only one who believes in him. Right. Yeah. And you know what? She's a sweet girl because uh, she wants to, in in her own way, help the colony as well. And she, I, I feel like she wants to grow up a little too fast. Yeah, she's yeah. very gung She doesn't have her wings yet. You know, she's still in Princess Ada. Her older sister is going to be the princess. So she's just kind of, she's kind of there. And she she wants, she wants to be. The one she to wants be to be queen. grown up, but she's yeah, a she kid. wants to be queen. She just can't wait to be queen, but she's I not. Just can't wait to, to be queen. She's not quite there yet, no. but she is a sweet, sweet girl. Princess Ada, on the other hand, she's great too, but she she is just worried. I need you to bring her back. She, what? She ain't great. 
No? She's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I said she's worried. Well, uh, Princess Ada was pretty annoying to me. Yeah. Very much like, too. very. Like, it. like, calm down, girlfriend. You're a crappy queen. You don't want to hear about poor Flick over here trying to help you out. You know, in her defense, the queen, like the actual queen of the colony, ain't doing much. She just sitting on her butt with her aphid. Chilling, getting her with lotion her on. Dude, yeah. yeah. She's got Straight the boys rounded up. She knows what's up. <laughs> there must only be a few men in this colony. She knows what's up. <laughs> but um, Ada, yeah, she's she's extremely neurotic. And I, I wrote down she needs to take an Aunt Xanax. She needs to calm down. <laughs> Relax, Ada. <laughs> there was one point where she was like, ta- or Dot was, was talking to the queen, and then Ada like butts in. And, then <laughs> and Dot goes, I was talking to mom, Ada. It was the best. I, I loved how bratty she was. That, that interaction totally reminded me of King T'Challa and Shuri um, in Black, um, Panther. Black Panther because it's like, even, totally. though, even though one's supposed to be queen or one's supposed to be king and one, you know, the other one's underneath them and they're royal, like, they're still brother still, and sister. Yeah, at the still end just of the day. siblings. Which is hilarious. I very that much enjoy hilarious. that. Being annoying. <laughs> Talking to mom. <laughs> I love that. Um, so, the question I have been waiting for and that I can't wait to talk about. These characters are all great, but let's be real. The circus characters just make this movie. Much better than like, the actual characters. They, <laughs> like, I almost consider them the main characters because I can't wait. Like when you first hear that and their little, their little uh, cookie... What is it? It's like an animal cookie box Casey car. Junior Circus Train. Whoa! Box. Wow, she even Casey knew the name Jr. of it. But you don't the you best. Didn't notice that? I did crackers. notice. I knew they were. I knew. I knew they were animal crackers. Which because because when you go like on the rides in Bugsland too, they pump the smells in, and uh-huh. I love smelling like the animal crackers and things like that. Yes. Or my favorite, the Chinese box. Michelle's yes. really favorite is the Chinese box. If you if you saw, we posted a couple uh, like a week or two ago now that we wish we were in Disneyland, uh, obviously. And uh, the picture is of us inside of the Chinese box on Flix flyers on yeah. Flix flyers because Michelle literally had to ride in that box. So she when we got to the front of the line, else. she ran to it, and, and, the and then there was a kid. There was a kid. He was like, "Man," I was like, "Ooh, sorry, dude." No, no. no. <laughs> Michelle likes to steal the thunder when I'm telling stories, but let me oh. finish my story. <laughs> I didn't. I thought you we're, forgot about that part. No, that was where I was going. <laughs> I have no voice. Let me be. Yeah, we got to use her voice, so please. Let's let her <laughs> She's running. The rest of us are like, oh, my God, right? Other parents are watching Michelle run to this Chinese box. She gets there, and this other kid is running up from the other side, and she he literally, like, walks up to her and is like, Oh, and Michelle's like, sorry, like in his face. <laughs> because I, I didn't know. Listen, this land is closing. I didn't know how many times I'm going to get to be in that Chinese box again. And I really, really wanted my fellow podcaster people, my fellow vaulters here to smell the Chinese smell. Did you smell it? Out of the way. Did you guys smell it? Throwing elbows. It was great. Did that hurt your elbow, away. Andre? Yeah, he, he just, he but you did you smell it? Table. You know what? Did you smell it? Realistically, looking back. Did you smell it? it? Was all she cares is if we smelled. Yes, we smelled it. Yay. Looking back at it, it was way early in the morning that we could have let that kid take that we box and gotten back have. in line. That ride took about mm. three minutes, if that. Oh, and well. We totally but you know what? Sucks there wouldn't have been a good story of Michelle <laughs> knocking <laughs> some kid out of the yeah. way of the Chinese. True. Which is hilarious because so. it did smell super good. Yeah. True. And we really enjoyed it. This so is thank you, Michelle, for getting us into that You're Chinese welcome. Box. And thank um, you, kid, for being disappointed. So our lovely circus characters... I was thinking about them, and, and we'll go through them all if Andre wants to find a list of the names, because I, I forget some of their names. Um, I was thinking about A Bug's Land in Disneyland, and it's Sunny, the three characters that have rides there. So we have Heimlich's Choo Choo Train, so Heimlich gets his own ride. Of course he does. He's like so... Hi. He's like so iconic. Heimlich, just a... Oh, what <laughs> <laughs> I'm a beautiful butterfly. <laughs> I love him with his little tiny wings. So he is such an iconic character. Then we have 
uh, Francis's ladybug boogie. So Francis the ladybug gets her own ride, which makes sense because she's like a top circus character. But then we have the ride that nobody, in my opinion, really goes on. I guess people ride it. But there's like the bumper cars. I don't even know what they're called. But I didn't realize that they're the roly poly bugs. Yes. Yeah, First off, have you never been on them? No, I have not. They're freaking the funnest part of that whole. Are they? Yes. Yeah. And the only reason we didn't go on them when we went last time was because the baby can't go she's on too them. Small, yeah. I've never been on them either. They're actually really funny. Yeah. But I don't know if it's because I get in like a weird Disney like fun mode mm-hmm. where like I giggle just because it's awkward. Like when I tried to <laughs> stuff myself into the Astro Blaster thing. Oh, not the God. Astro Blaster, the Astro Orbiter mm-hmm. with yes. Luis. And when I say with Luis, it's like. Luis fits perfectly by himself. Emily fits perfectly by herself. But the two of us together, like, it's not gonna in a backpack. Bit. It was embarrassing. I laughed the whole time because it was so awkward. <laughs> so that's what maybe that's why I laughed so hard uh-huh. on the ride. But it was fun. It was cute. Oh, nice. It was good bumper cars. Well, those two little roly poly bugs. They're uh, tuck and roll. Tuck and roll. Yes. <laughs> tuck and roll. Tuck and they roll. are so funny. And if you want to know yeah. the difference, uh, roll has a unibrow and tuck. Has two eyebrows. Ah, Tuck just like yeah. Chippendale. Yeah. I just like how they're always like, "Hey, something, blah, 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 blah. like they You're don't." You're fired. <laughs> yeah, you fired. You fired. Hey, like they're just. What are they speaking? I don't know. I Is it a Russian real language? Russian. I, um, I it it sounded I like no. It sounded like Japanese to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I I cannot confirm nor deny <laughs> that they are speaking an actual language. Because uh, Luis, what language did you think that they were speaking? I want to go as far as to say maybe um, Russian oh. or Gypsy. I was going to say Russian. I got it. They are Hungarian. Hungarian. It's pretty much right in the middle between right. Russian and... Uh, there we that's go. Never, yes. I'm sorry. Let me retract that statement because I'm probably being wrong, but in saying that it's in between Russian and Gypsy. So they are Hungarian and the story. Romani is the right word. for. There you go. Romani. That is hilarious. I love them. They're so funny. But I also love Frances. She might. Do you really call her a she or can I call him a he? It's a he, right? Yeah. Hang on. I mean, I know throughout the whole movie they call her a she. Him a she, but isn't Uh, it because. I'm 90% sure that. Francis was a dude. Francis is a male, but hang on. But they do call him a she the whole time. Yeah, because he's a ladybug. I'm reading reading this off of uh, the Pixar Wikipedia, okay? No. It says, Francis is a drag queen in the circus. Unfortunately, the effect is so convincing that insects are always mistaking him for a real girl. So he is a boy. Yeah, so because he does, when they, remember when they do their clown scenes yeah. and they like put the makeup on their face? Right. Yeah. So yeah. they're always... Con- that's, that makes sense because then yeah. the two flies are like, oh, come over here. And he's like, great. Here we go again. You know come what? Over here and I don't like that bug. Wikipedia entry. Wikipedia. He's a drag <laughs> queen. Yeah, I he's guess. A, he's a drag so bug. So every, every single male who is playing a role in a movie is a drag queen. That doesn't no. He's no, that's his role queen. in no, the no, circus. In the circus, like he's, he's, he's a he's drag That's his role. playing drag. Doing drag. Oh, so you he's know a the character scene? doing yeah. drag? Yeah. I think I think he's a he's a male ladybug, right? And the yeah. male ladybugs don't have spots, I believe, is the thing. So he's doing drag by putting spots on him and he No, but what I'm saying, like it's like his clown act. Why does a a male dressed as a woman and playing a woman in a movie have to be considered drag though? That's not. He's just acting. No, so that's his role. Drag. That's no, his no, no. role. In the movie, no, Francis I, yes. is a drag queen. That's the character. The character of Francis. Not just this guy playing this ladybug as being the drag queen. No, I'm saying like the character of Francis in the circus is a drag queen. He's not actually a drag queen. That's what he's playing in the circus. That's like his, his act. His role so he's is not, a drag queen. He's not a male playing a female in the circus. He is. He is. So but, why is that considered role. drag? That, that Back is? in the day, they used to use men to Sweetheart. play women. Sweetheart. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Chris Evans, his role is to play Captain America. Okay, so that's his role. Yes. Francis's role is to play a no, but is that, so a drag his queen? His role is to play a drag queen. Yes. Yes. Right. Why? I don't know. Because the circus. Wikipedia for <laughs> a- ask, ask a Again. ask PT Flea. Okay. <laughs> this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking this Wikipedia page is incorrect. Okay. I'm phrasing him as a drag queen. I just googled Maybe drag he's queen. He's just a man. Please, a woman okay, identify drag Listen, queen. Please. Drag queen, a man who dresses up in women's clothes, typically for the purposes of entertainment. So that's why he's 
a drag queen because because it's for entertainment. For, for entertainment, it's not just like that's a circus act. It's not just it's not like him being a a trans woman where you know like this is his entire life and or she, her entire life if if it, if it was a trans woman, but it's specifically for the role in the circus. He dresses up as a woman and. I don't like that definition either, so I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> okay. Luis, uh, Luis wants justice for all. That, yes, that's he what does. I love about my husband. I love he it too. Wants justice for so, all. So, um, Francis the Ladybug does a circus act with Heimlich, who is the fattest caterpillar I've ever seen in my life. He is so funny. I don't even funny. think we can categorize him as a caterpillar. I'm Heimlich. <laughs> he is the hugest caterpillar. And then with uh, the twig. What's the twig's name? Um, twig. It, I read it earlier. Slim. Slim. Oh, slim. Slender twig. <laughs> Stick. Oh, and then, you know the scene, what, what's his name? Slim? Slim. The scene where Slim gets lost in the trees and Francis is trying to find him. <laughs> that was funny. I really don't think he's there because I was like going to pause it and look for him. I don't think he's there. <laughs> I'll agree with you. He's not there. He's not there. He I think there. it's no. I think it's like a funny they did where they really didn't put him in there. You know what? There. I'm going to go back and watch this after that and see if there's eyeballs. And oh. I'll, I will screenshot it and we can. He could have just closed his eyes. <laughs> Invisible. The only stick with eyeballs. <laughs> there was no stick with eyeballs. So funny. I was convinced. I saw no movement in that scene. <laughs> I was laughing very hard at that. That was. If you stand really still, you can't see me. That's all I'm saying. Oh. So, uh, who else do we have? Okay, let's uh, talk about the butterfly and her husband. Uh, well, Manny is the magician. Manny. I like him. He's funny. And then her name, uh, even though I just said it was Romani, is Gypsy. You know what I like yes. the most about <laughs> Manny is he is a... Praying Mantis. Praying Mantis thing. <laughs> I really just... Michelle, <laughs> <laughs> Michelle just put her arms up like she was in a karate stance. <laughs> the thing I like mantis. about them, though... <laughs> <laughs> the praying mantis. Okay, so you think about a wizard cape, how like the arms are really big, so it goes down, and he has he has like wizard cape arms. It's funny. Wizard cape arms. Look up a picture of him. He has like the sleeves, but it's actually his arm does that. Oh, okay. you mean wings? Yeah, because he's a magician. Yeah, the mantis part of his. Right. Of no, his, not the wings. His forearms. Yeah, his forearm. He wings. has he has like webbed. Yeah, that. So wings. Arm. No, his no. wings are on his back. No, like you could a bat. Have you seen a bat? No, that'd be that'd be kind of on his armpit flab. I mean, like on his forearm. Oh, are you talking about blades? Like a, they could shank people with? No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about wizard cape <laughs> arms. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't. I, I see, I see what he looks like, and I, I understand the thing about his forearms, but I don't know what a wizard cape arm is. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Whatever, guys. I'll try to explain it later. All right, let's move on. And up. then we have. The Black Widow. Rosie. Rosie. I like her. She's super, she's super cool. Um, them two is my... Them two. Them two. <laughs> you guys, I'm hopped up on some medicine. <laughs> Just don't listen to this episode. You're already listening. Um, Rosie and Dim are my favorite. So Dim is Dim. the big blue... Dung beetle? Isn't yes, he a dung beetle? He's a dung beetle. The big dude. Oh my gosh, I forgot and about Lindsay. him. And yes. how, like she's kind of his keeper. You know? And y- so like, you wanna know what they remind me of? Who? Freaking Hulk and Black Widow. Kind of. Uh, like, mm. it's okay, Dim. <laughs> <laughs> she's oh. always like trying to calm him down. Yes. You guys, I, I have a crazy fact about Dim. Please. Okay. Okay, so Dim wasn't based on like a real beetle. Uh they kind of just made up like a, a fictional beetle for him. But in twenty sixteen a variety of rhinoceros beetle with a horn just like Dim was discovered. So he actually what? exists now. So now, such discoveries of fictional creatures later revealed to be real have subsequently been dubbed the Dim Effect. Shut That's up. That's a real thing so in cool. Is that, did they name it that because of that? I think so, yeah. That's so cool. It's nuts. That's wow, awesome. I just broke your speakers and I have no voice. That's so cool. <laughs> Good for me. The dim effect. The That's dim legit. Effect. Yeah. That's a cool fact. That's awesome. a very good fact. So is that all the circus animals? Is that all of them? Um, do, 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 Did I miss anyone? You know the who we missed? Flea. P.T. Flea. P.T. Flea. I'm sorry. Uh, I hate, so I hate P.T. Flea. Flaming world of death. So no, P.T. Done. Flea could have died then. I, I would have been like, P.T. okay. Flea. Of course you do. <laughs> of course He's you do. He's great. He's a circus. Uh, what is it? What is he's like? The, the, a ringleader. Ringleader ring for he's sure. He's P.T. Barnum, but he's a flea. P.T. Barnum. Yeah. Yeah. He's a... Not treating them right, and <laughs> I'll think about paying you. Maybe exactly. 
Yeah, PT Flea's. Nah, that guy should have burned. He's <laughs> awful. He did burn. You know what's gross too is no, when he burned gets to death. When he gets <laughs> stuck. <laughs> when he gets stuck like on that sticky wall and he's trying to get off of it and his little hairs get stuck oh, to it. I was like, been stuck. yikes! <laughs> well, yikes. Can, I, I wonder, like, can fleas get burned? Like real fleas? Probably. Can they get burned and then live? No, I don't think so. Oh, they. They just he ruined everything, okay? When he was like, here's my circus people. We're like, no. Get out of here, PT. PT's just misunderstood. He's no, he's just not. He's stupid. <laughs> hey, look over there. There's some money. <laughs> Where? I, I had forgotten about PT Flea, and I think I'm realizing now that it's one of my favorite characters that that guy, John Ratzenberger, plays. Because yes. he's the one that is in every single Pixar movie. Yes. He plays a voice. He's ham, and he's yes, a big truck. he's a lot cars. of them. Yeah, you know who he is. I think this is one of my favorite characters that he does. It's funny that you say that because he said it's his favorite character. Oh, really? Yes. I read an article and he said that this is his favorite one um, out of all of the ones that he's done. And I wonder if it's because it has a little bit more depth. Yeah. Like he's a little mm-hmm. bit more in the movie yeah. because even in even in Ham, it was kind of more like one-liners. Right. And like in Side Monsters, character. Inc., he was mad. This is kind of a full-blown character. Oh, yeah. yeah, like yeah. he was needed. Mm-hmm. And he was he was like moving the plot along. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Just being nice and greedy. And also. <laughs> being all neat and stuff. Hopping around. Next question. Who is your favorite circus character? My favorite circus character. Well, if it's not, if it's not P.T. Flea. Then it's definitely uh, okay. PC Fleet doesn't count. We'll say he doesn't count. Okay, she said, Ugh. unfair. Ugh. It counts. Uh. <laughs> no. Heimlich, Heimlich the caterpillar is my favorite. He's character. a beautiful butterfly. Oh my god, you all look like little ants from down there. <laughs> Candy corn. <laughs> so, again, you like him over PT. I like him because his voice okay. is funner to do than PT. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's your reasoning. His voice is funner to do than PT. Yeah, that's um. That's my fi- that's my favorite Heimlich. That's funny. Who's yeah. your favorite, Emily? Um, I would s- I really I I like the praying mantis. Manny. Manny. Manny and his wife, though I like their interaction. It's really funny. Like mm-hmm. they're the old carnies, but like they totally like it's almost like they've been doing it for so long that they have completely assumed the roles that right. they play. Yeah. Like she is the gypsy and he, he is, is like the magician he, magical yes. fantastic. But it's funny because at first, I thought he was Japanese, and then I was like, and then Louis was like, he's totally a British war general, and I was like, <laughs> well, I don't know, right? But they totally assume their lives around these roles, right. and mm-hmm. I think that's really funny. So the two of them together, I think, are, even though I really like Rosie, the Black Widow, because for me, Black Widows are probably the worst thing on this planet, mm. and but she's so she's nice. so good, yeah. Like, she's such a cool spot. Right. She's like the first spider in a movie that didn't make me want to pull my hair out. Yeah, yeah. so her. And- Spider-Man. So I I agree with you. Um, <laughs> Manny is my favorite, but I, since you talked about him, I'll give my honorable mention is Francis, and the reason oh, I fantastic. love Francis so much is because he literally assumes the role of mother for like those little <laughs> ants. Mother. Yes, here our dead mother. Just so so funny. It's quite hilarious. I love how he like just accepts the children. Luis. Well, out of all the characters, the one that annoyed me the least Stop was. It. <laughs> <laughs> it was the Black Widow, I would say. Oh, Rosie. Rosie. All right. But I think, that, I think that's a really good segue into Hopper. Oh. Dun, 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 oh, battle. Ooh. So this one, you have to you have to really listen to the wordage. Okay, so you got to also get into my mind frame. Okay, okay you got to get into my mind and my... I'm grumpy, I'm grumpy, grumpiness. I'm old, I'm old, okay. I'm grumpy, I'm, so old. I'm old. I'm negative, I'm old. <laughs> there you go. So everybody who is listening also has to adopt my mind frame. Okay. In a hypothetical world, Olaf, who I detest for being annoying... <laughs> Yikes! ...from Frozen, needs to make it across an open plain to make it back to Arendelle. He's made of snow, but loves summer. Who would be a better caretaker? Francis the ladybug before he gets in touch with his feminine side okay. or anger from inside out? So. Yikes. Okay, again, do it again. again. This person is, is shepherding Olaf yes. across this yes. plane. And just remember, you got to be in my mind frame and, uh, and remember how dumb and <laughs> annoying Olaf is. Okay. So which it's one? Summer, so he's that, snow. Who's going to make it across? So again. He's made of snow. He loves summer. But who would be a better caretaker? 
Francis the ladybug before he gets in touch with his feminine side or anger from inside out. They're both going to be so pissed off, (laughs) so mad that they have to freaking just, you know. Quite crotchety about Olaf. Just a little bit crotchety. This task that they've been given. Who would be a better caretaker? I think that your shepherding idea is a good one because I yes. think that's kind of where you're going with it, right, Luis? Like they're taking him from one place to another. Right. Okay. Yes, definitely Sh- shepherding. Yes, shepherding. Shepherding. <laughs> yeah, shepherding. I'm trying to think of like how how nice does anger ever become during Inside Out? Like, I don't think I, I think for the most that that is his one and only emotion. He's he's never like a super nice guy. I don't think he ever. Tones it down, you know. It's always he's always just rampant. Is his it up. hair always flaming? <laughs> is it always flaming, or is it just sometimes? Yeah, his hair is only flaming when he's mad. I think it just like spikes up like Hades. He's like, bah! that's his secret. He's always mad. Bah! <laughs> bah! Who would be a better caretaker? I don't know. Okay, I, I'm going with Francis. Because hmm. Francis has wings, so maybe he could just pick Olaf off and like. Francis is a ladybug. He can't pick up Olaf. You don't know that. <laughs> oh yeah, size proportions. I'm stupid. Yeah. Okay, I take <laughs> it back. So, so he yeah, he's a normal sized snowman. Mm-hmm. But how big is anger? Yeah, how big is anger? Anger is like a brain cell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. He's not. He's like a thought. All right, guys. So um, let's go ahead and assume they're the same size. Okay. Oh my. Okay. Francis okay. Still can't pick them up. You're gotcha. shepherding. Shepherds don't pick up their flocks. So you don't know that. <laughs> this person, Anger or, or Francis, is just he's just giving a motivation. <laughs> he's trying to get Olaf across this desert. So which is the better motivational <laughs> office post? Okay, I'm still going with Francis because I think because Anger is literally Anger, like he's mad. To, 99% of the time it's going to be way harder for him like he's going to be so done I think Francis although he's not in touch with his feminine side yet he's mad but at least maybe he can like calm himself down somehow to figure out a way to get Olaf across so I'm going with Francis I would agree I'd probably say Francis for two other reasons on top of what you said anger wears a tie mm-hmm. and he's very like like, doesn't he have, like, a pocket protector or something? Yeah. I could see Olaf, like, picking on that and being like, oh, what a nice tie. And, like, totally making <laughs> anger, like, lose Oh, my tie. God. Girl, are so you funny. an assistant manager at a Burger King? Exactly. <laughs> but I could see, like, Francis being like, you know, I just got to put on the act and then maybe someone will pay me when I get to right. Arendelle. Like, yeah. yeah. Do this. Francis at least would be like, the show must go on and I got to get this guy <laughs> all the way True. There. He has a little <laughs> bit of fortitude when right. Anger's just like, you know what? I could just melt him right here with my hair and we would be done. <laughs> my hair. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think I'm going to choose Francis as well. What about you, Lou? You know what? I'm going to go with Francis as well, only because even though Anger's never really, he's never really happy or not mad. Mm-hmm. He's about one, let's say, one word out of Olaf's mouth away from blowing his gasket. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Francis is more likely to, like in the movie, become more loving and less angry. Yeah, I can't see. Mm, I can't see anger. I can't see anger using his anger in any kind of constructive way. Like it's just gonna be, it's just gonna be bad, and they're just gonna sit there and stew. Could you see him being like saying something sarcastic to Olaf? Like, why don't you just go hide behind that rock? And then Olaf's like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. They're not getting across the plane at all. (laughs) And it's actually behind where they were supposed to be going. It's the opposite. So you guys, pretty soon we'll have a YouTube video of this adventure. We're just gonna make it for you. I'm just kidding. That'd be what? way too much work. Are you tasking you me with animating all of this? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Good luck. Can you imagine? That would be Good luck. So, and actually probably would be quite hilarious. I'm just saying. <laughs> that would be pretty funny, honestly. So our, our last characters that I want to touch base on is Hopper and the Grasshopper gang. Literally, they're a gang, right? That's what gang. I like to think of them as. Like, they're literally a gang. They call themselves a gang, so yeah. you can call them that. Oh, okay, they're a gang. They very much remind me of, like, a motorcycle. Gang. Hopper is freaky the way he walks i can't stand the way he walks it freaks me out but i will say that his little it's not his assistant who's his his brother it's his brother brother i love his brother 
He's so funny. <laughs> I love when he gets scared and he literally like falls out of his skin and his skin's like floating. That makes me want to throw up. No, it doesn't. <laughs> yes, it does. It's like dead skin. Epithelials. <laughs> it's funny. Gross. No, he is quite funny though. You don't remember when he was like, you promised Ma on her deathbed not to kill me? <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes. God, you're right. The, the worst decision I've ever made or something like that. Hopper, Remember Hopper reminds me of Scar for some reason. Like, their personalities are very comparable, I think, where mm. Scar is just, like... Less quippy, though. I'm the sure. best. He's not as... He doesn't have, like, the funny, sarcastic, like, Loki right. Scar, side of him. Scar has, like, a dry humor. Yeah. yeah. Like, Hopper has no humor. Like Hopper was trying to be funny, though, when he was like, does this hurt? And they're like, huh, no. And he's throwing the seeds at them. They're like, See, does this hurt? I don't think that was trying to be trying funny. To be funny. He's trying to be very menacing in that you moment. You think so? When he killed two of his gang members. By like yeah. four of them, like dude. By dropping yeah, all the he seeds was, he was He was making a point. It, there was no. no humor, I don't think. Mm, right. I thought it was funny. Michelle, <laughs> 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 you would have been the one who died <laughs> right there. Yeah. God, <laughs> 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 this is funny. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, but Hopper's freaky, dude. Oh, no. And his little scar on his eye. And it's yeah. like all glazed over. From like, the bird attack. Oh, was it? From <laughs> I think it's from the from his a battle bird. scars. Yeah, that's why he's so no, afraid of birds. Uh, that was quite. Um, that's why he's so afraid of the bird. Yes, <laughs> that was good. <laughs> All right, Easter eggs. <laughs> Easter. That's me. Easter. <laughs> Easter eggs. Time. Here we go. Can I have my paper? Thank you. Yeah, yep. I know where it's at. Okay, so we do. Everyone see the Pizza Planet truck yep. in yeah. this movie. And the cool thing about this one is that it is, I think, one of the most. Well, okay, it makes sense because this is the movie that came out after Toy Story, correct? Yes. So it would make sense that it would be one of the most blatant uses of the Pizza Planet mm-hmm. truck that we've seen besides Toy Story. Um, but it's sitting beside a trailer outside of Bug City. Right. Um, we see a one one three. On a box inside of Bug City as well, so you oh. see it very closely after. Um, PT Flea's that. Circus box, um, like Michelle brought up, travels inside of the Casey Jr. cookie box. The cool thing about Casey Jr. is that Casey Jr. originally was found in Dumbo mm-hmm. in. Um, the 1941 movie and then it returned in so many different movies which i think is really cool it was in the reluctant dragon it made a cameo in who framed roger rabbit it was in kronk's new groove um which we talked about a couple (laughs) weeks ago that we tried to watch don't um um, but i found this out this is really cool um oh and there's a ride in disneyland with uh, casey jr train Mm -hmm. but this is the really cool thing is that casey jr itself is a reference to Casey Jones, who was a famous railroad engineer who passed away in a railroad collision in 1900. Oh. So I think that's pretty cool because a lot of us know that Walt Disney was really, really into trains. Love trains. He was like a train enthusiast. He had a railroad in his own house. That's why they had the Disneyland Railroad. Mm-hmm. And so it was very obvious that he would, or not very obvious, it's very, um, it's telling that he would have um, a train in his movies right. and in the park that was like um, a very important train. Exactly. That was a uh, based off of another engineer. Mm. So we see that that's really cool. And then the Chinese food box, which we talked about a little bit earlier, Michelle's favorite, Michelle's favorite part of the movie <laughs> is actually seen in other Disney Pixar movies after this. Oh, so two different places. You see it, you see it, it in, in Monsters, Monsters Inc. Ha You see it in Monsters Inc. When they're doing the whole Harry Housen's thing and they have the Chinese food. Mm-hmm. And then you see it again in another movie. We just referenced in Inside Out oh. when um, they Riley's family moves to San Francisco and they get Chinese takeout uh. and she's eating the takeout out of the same box that was in this movie. Wow. So I think that's super cool yeah. because that's a lot of times you don't see it in multiple movies. Mm-hmm. So this time you see like you just see it kind of transcending time because I like to, I like to think that 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 these that that kind of ties these movies all together in like a weird little way like like the pizza planet truck being outside the trailer because that's where the driver lives or exactly and then like like this this box that that the inside out family had they threw it out in the trash and then all the bugs live inside exactly it. Like well and it's so funny too because I, I don't even know if we've talked about this on any of our episodes yet but there are so many people out there who buy into the Pixar theory. Right. The Pixar um, universe. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and you can, I don't even think we can really talk about it because it just goes on and on and on. It takes but too much. It t- <laughs> Maybe we could do a crack in the vault on it. But Maybe. we, if you read up on it, you'll hear people talk about how each of the stories is interconnected and how the whole universe is in one, like, universe, It's all set in it's the all same 
the same world. Like, yeah, all so, of these things exist. So, like, yes, Finding Nemo is happening underneath, you know, Monsters, Inc., which is happening, you know, wherever. So right. it's really interesting that all of them would be happening on the same plane. Yeah. Um, and the planes are happening while the cars are happening. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't know how the cars and the monsters all kind of fit You know in what? I'm just saying. Andy's mom or whatever. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's really interesting. Um, so you can read up on that. But it, it's funny when you see these kind of references happen and you think like, well, then if that happened before Bug's Life and, and just right, how, yeah. you know, how everything kind of intertwines. Um, so, yeah, I think that's really cool. Um, another interesting thing that really, really got to me was that the there's blooper scenes in this movie. That's right. It's an animated film with bloopers, and it's interesting because it's not. At first, I thought to myself, like, this is totally like the actors just had bloopers in the theater, or not in the theater, like in the studio, in the studio, they just had bloopers. And it's totally not that. It's not that at all. Like, it's literal bloopers. Yes, they, they, they animated. They, they wrote and animated bloopers. bloopers. My favorite one is um, Thumper, because he, like, doesn't talk in the movie. Yes. The, the evil grasshopper, you know, yes. the one that's, like, the crazy one. He's like, I just can't work like this. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay. Well, and that's really funny because, so here's the deal. They have bloopers, right? But the bloopers are different, different lengths, different entire sets mm-hmm. in the VHS Oh. version versus the DVD version. Really? Yes. So I read an article oh, that said that Disney put out different bloopers so that in hopes that people would buy the updated oh. one and to watch both. Interesting. Um, That's like interesting. I'm not, like I'm not buying Well, the then I think it said for the, the VHSs, like there was five different covers. Yes. Like one of like Dot, Flick, like the different characters too. I don't know if you need five different VHSs, but life is life collectors is short, do. Sure. Life is short. <laughs> collectors <laughs> like that kind of stuff. The last thing that I thought was really cool. Um, I'm trying to find my phone as we talk so that we can do this. But I read an article about how um, ants and I was going to say Finding Nemo. What is this movie called? <laughs> a Bug's Life. A Bug's Life. <laughs> that ants and a Bug Life came out. Vi- like a month apart. Yes. And how? Yes. Number one, how sucky that is. But the reason that that is, do you guys? Did you guys read I, up I on read this? this yes. Okay, so talk about it then, because I think that this is like all kinds of bad, but actually interesting. It's wild. Okay, this is nuts. Uh, during the production of this movie, right? So John Lasseter and uh, what's the other guy's name? Do, 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 what was his name? No, I can't find his name. Uh, John Lasseter and the other the other co-director. They were they were they were coming up with ideas for this movie, but before before this movie uh, was being put into production, Jeffrey Katzenberg, who used to be the uh, the head of Disney Animation, he left Disney to go work for DreamWorks because he had a fight with Michael Eisner. Right? Like legitimately, there was a showdown. Yes. So said sources. And so he left to go do DreamWorks. And then, you know, the, the Pixar guys started working on Toy Story. And while they were doing Toy Story, they had a lunch meeting where they developed the idea for this movie and, like, Finding Nemo and a bunch of other Pixar movies to come. And so as it got nearer to the this movie coming out, A Bug's Life, they it was announced that Ants was going to be coming out. And Ants has a very, very similar story to A Bug's Life. It's one ant who is, like, different from all the other ants and trying to win the love of the princess ant, and then... Sound familiar? And then the ants are in trouble, and this ant has to save them all, right? So it's it's crazy familiar. So John Lassner, he, he called Jeffrey Katzenberg, and was like, dude, what is this? Did you, did you steal this idea from us? He's like... No, I don't. Uh, I didn't do that at all. I don't know what you're talking about. That wasn't me. And, and <laughs> John Lasseter, I read in this article that he like he he never curses, but he cursed him out at this at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was like, "Did you <laughs> or did, <laughs> did you, you not take this idea from us?" And Katzenberg, he he kind of confessed that this movie had been pitched before the ants, but Katzenberg had kind of orchestrated it around so that it would come out during the same exact year because he wanted DreamWorks to overtake Disney in terms of animation. So, um, like which, which would which would make sense. I mean, if you went from one to the other, you would want the one sure. you're to shine. Yes. Um, Unfortunately. He but also, Katzenberg was like super angry because 
A Bug's Life was originally scheduled to come out like right after The Prince of Egypt. And The Prince of Egypt was DreamWorks' like first animated movie that was going to come out. So they thought that so Katzenberg thought that Disney was like attacking him personally because of the scheduling conflict. So they they changed schedules and stuff like that and then eventually got it down so that Ants and A Bug's Life came out at like the same exact time so that the competition was equally set. <laughs> Which is wild. It's a, it's that a wild story. That is some story. crazy stuff. Yeah, and I and it's and it's funny because I I mean and I wonder if it's because I was living in a Disney household. It's so funny because some people just aren't. Not so much that they aren't Disney people, but they just don't have an affinity for one sure. or the other. They just watch they animated just watch movies everything. with their kids mm-hmm. or whatever. But I definitely lived in a Disney household, right. and until like I'm gonna say. Like, until I was old enough to make movie choices on my own, I didn't watch DreamWorks movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, I watched Shrek when it came out, but even after that, like, DreamWorks was just never my first choice, and it was because of the household I grew up in, right. but I still have never seen Ants. Oh, I've never seen it. It's on Netflix. Still haven't seen it. <laughs> like, I, I like Ants a lot. Um, Ants is like a, it's like a Woody Allen movie. He oh plays, Lord. he plays the main character. Yeah, so that's a whole thing that I don't like anymore now. But, um, oh Lord. uh, and it's, it's, it's much more adult than a bug's life. Is. Okay. It has a lot more adult jokes and stuff like that. And adult content, like the ants are at war and they're fighting other bugs and like getting dismembered and stuff like that. It's, oh it's kind of, it's, it's kind of wild and crazy, but, but I, I enjoy it. And I was, I was one of those households that watched everything. Basically. Okay. You know, I, I, I didn't differentiate too much between Disney and, DreamWorks or any other animation uh, studio. Yeah. Yeah, I totally watched uh, Prince of Egypt and Ants and A Bug's Life all in the same year. Whatever. See, the ones that <laughs> I think about out. it is I like didn't Prince didn't of Egypt <laughs> until last year. So there you I, go. I've Perfect never example. seen <laughs> Prince of Egypt. I've never seen Y'all El Dorado. See. I've never seen Ants. Y'all need yes. to see El Dorado. But the ones that I think about that came that out movie, like around the same time together was I'm pretty sure Finding Nemo and Shark Tales. Yep. Came around Those the came same, around time the same time, too. Time, I think. Was that the Will Smith one? Yep. Yes. Will Smith and Angelina Jolie as fish. And I think right Jack when Black, Finding Nemo came out. I think Jack Black was a shark, I think. Wasn't Robert De Niro in that, too? Was he? I don't know. I don't know. Speaking of Robert De Niro, he was almost Hopper. Well, he wasn't almost Hopper. He denied the role of Hopper in this movie several times, according to John Lasseter. Like, John Lasseter kept offering it to please. him. And he was like, please. No. Please. No. Please. Nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> and then they gave it to Kevin Spacey. Very interesting. Interesting. Oh, talk about the money on this. Oh. You know the money? Because I money. have the money. Money, 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 money. I thought this was really good. Let's jump to money. Money, um, money, money, money. Where is it? Oh, I, thought I, I thought I had it written down, and I guess I Do you want me to tell you? Don't. You yes. do it, Emily. Yes, tell me. Okay, so this mo- this this money was <laughs> this money. <laughs> this money was two hundred and ten million dollars budgeted, and oh. it made it grossed three hundred and sixty three million worldwide. Mm. Mm. So it made a substantial. Yeah, amount. especially right. for the time. A hundred and fifty. That's, that's like super good. That's interesting because. You said it was two ten the budget. Mm-hmm. I'm reading on Wikipedia and IMDb actually okay. that the budget was 120 million. Oh well, then maybe I'm just. Well, then they made even more money then, right? Yes. Oh, so they even made even I don't more even money. Know how to write? There you go. <laughs> I love it. I, I don't know. I, this is this is according to this. But uh, I will say, and I, I kind of I kind of touch on this in, in Toy Story. We had like a little bit of disagreeing opinions here that you guys thought the animation looked like pretty good in Toy Story and I thought it looked blocky and like very early 3D that I didn't like it sure. and I could still kind of see that in this one like there were some times where I felt like they did not really pay attention to the animation and then there was other times where I was like that looked great like it was just kind of a mix but I will say that the water in this movie looked great mm-hmm. Like we talk, like we talked about the water a lot in Good Dinosaur, but the water actually looked like really good in this one too. Like that whole scene with the flash flood, I was like, oh, they did great on that part. Yeah. But I like the intro the scene the to me was like super blocky. I was like, yeah, like there was just like, it was kind of a toss up for me. I um, I think I disagree a little bit. I think I think like it does look a little bit blocky, but I think it still holds up really well. In terms of this, Luis kept saying actually, and I know he said this a little bit earlier, but throughout the 
throughout the time when we were watching it, he kept saying that he didn't think that this was a second Pixar movie. He thought that this was like maybe five years ago. Like maybe much later. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, I, I agree with Michelle, though. I think the second half of the movie um, really is, and the attention to detail is animated mm-hmm. more. Um, you could just tell because pretty much any time that it went to, to darkness, so it was like mm-hmm. when you were talking about the flash flood, um, when Hopper comes, when they're doing like the nighttime celebration, all those different places mm-hmm. where they have the lights, or even like the bird the and stuff, you can really see um, the, the attention they had to do with the lighting um, in the animation. Right. Do you mean mm-hmm. like light sources and, and whatnot? Mm-hmm. Um, we did a really interesting job with that. Yeah. I also thought it was interesting how they animated the ants themselves. Right. Did you notice how like the different ants had different like like complexions almost. So, yeah, they, yeah, they like had to do a lot of lot of stuff to make ants look <laughs> look like ants, but also not like ants at all. Yeah. Like, these ants, they don't have mandibles, uh-huh. right? They don't have six legs. They just have two arms and two legs. Don't really have hair. Thank the Lord they don't have <laughs> mandibles or hair right. or multiple arms. And then they're all extremely smooth so that uh, th- that's easier to animate. And I also read that... that for their animation process, like I think they were working with, they were working with technology that wasn't caught up to their ideas yet. That that their computers were running super sluggishly throughout the entire animation process because of how much they were pushing them to to make it look this good. Interesting. Well, and I think that's interesting too because, I mean, and this is one of the things that we notice differently with the movies that are coming out now, but. Well, yeah, Addy, ma, ma, ma. I don't know if you can hear the ma, ma, ma coming through. Yeah. You're on the podcast. Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) 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 She's happy, everyone. Um, But the ants up front would look really good, Mm -hmm. and then the ants in the background would all look very similar, very flat. Yes. Um, That's kind of what I was talking about, where you could tell different things. They just... You know, mm-hmm. but I think that that comes with the technology because mm-hmm. if they don't have the ability to sit there and literally make like specifics out of each ant that's there, like they do now, like when we talk about like Moana or something, right? Or Coco, which has like like thousands, hundreds of skeletons of, of like those buildings in the background yeah. and stuff like that. For this movie, the for most visually stunning thing you've ever seen. For all those background ants, like that took them a lot of work. They had to animate them in like groups where they had like four to six individual ants that could walk around on their own and be independent of one another. And then they just put like tens and tens and tens of those groups all around the background so that it looked like they were all moving at the same time. But didn't look like they were all moving exactly the same way. But that's so hard, too, to try to make that look independent enough where you can't look like every sixth ant down is doing the same exact thing. Yeah. That's so... That must be like a really fun, but also a very tedious mm-hmm. job. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. That's oh. why I say all the time I have so much respect for animators. I could never do that. Mm. That's just not how my brain works. Nope. That's not how M- Emily's patience works. <laughs> oh, yeah. I am not patient enough for any of that. Yeah. That's very interesting. This is such a good movie. Oh, and uh, we didn't. Uh, j- this is just so random. But did you guys. Notice, like, in the PT circus, I should have said he was my favorite character, but the, like, Jamaican spider was my favorite. Jamaican spider? The spider in the background, he's, like, uh, he's always, like, playing the drums and the music for the circus. <laughs> he looks like a Jamaican spider. Yeah. He's my favorite. I love Jamaican him. We didn't even, Jamaican spider. We didn't even talk about the flies in the audience. Oh, my That's God. That's right. The, but, these, yes, the there's all flies. these humorous moments that totally make this movie go they, uh, so good. They're, like... Talking to Francis, and they're like, hey, ladybug, want to come over here and pollinate with a real insect? I don't even know what <laughs> he says. Something like that, yeah. It's so <laughs> crazy, though, because then they go and they fight them, mm-hmm. and they come back with their big old fly friend. Big fly, and big fly buddy. I only got 24 hours to live. I'm not going <laughs> to spend it doing this. <laughs> I can't. And they're sitting in Reese's peanut butter cup wrappers. Yes. Oh, we forgot about the absolute funniest scene in the movie where what's um, the funniest scene the funniest scene is during the during flick walking over to the to the circus he sees the the mosquitoes flying into the bug zappers like no oh don't do it i can't help it oh, no. so beautiful. that was actually um a cameo from the directors yes, right yes this was 
so funny. <laughs> I enjoyed all of the little hidden things too. And of course, as a, as a kid, you're not going to get it. But like when they walk into the fly bar or whatever the bar, yeah, which is really a can of lard, FYI, <laughs> which is hilarious. They walk in and the mosquito asks for a Bloody Mary O positive, and he literally gets like a drop of blood and he sucks it up. He's like, "Oh yeah." And we'll talk about the rest of that on the crack of the vault because it's hilarious. Yes. Yes. That scene is great. And I was going to say, too, we were talking about how the city in Coco looks so amazing. But like the Bug City looks pretty cool, too. Just saying. Well, and that's why you can see where they put the Bugs Land California Adventure. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's amazing. It is so um, it. And I bet you because I'm even going to say it. It would be so cool to walk through that city. Right. And that's why they made it. That's why they did it. That's why they did it. Yeah. And I almost like needed to watch the movie again because we'll kind of all agree on this. Like Bugs Land is not the most popular area in the Disneyland Resort. Like it's just not. It's it's pretty kiddish. But now that I've seen the movie again, I'm like, oh, but I kind of like it. But here's here's the deal. We have to back it up. Disneyland. Disneyland proper is really kiddish. Yeah, we like it because we grew up with it. And when people, and and again, don't want to get into the specifics, but people aren't really upset that uh, Buzzland is going because... Oh, yes, they are because we had somebody tag us and uh, DM us saying to sign their petition to save Buzzland. That's completely a different thing. No, we're not talking about the same thing. No. Just kidding. That's to get Flick to stay in Animal Kingdom. Just kidding. That's a completely different thing. But... In Bugsland, people are really upset because their kids have grown up with it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It was funny because oh, true. I never thought that it was as cool as it was as when we took Addie. It was, then I was the most like, fun. Oh, my God. Watching her on the freaking Francis Ladybugs. Oh, like it's so boogie, good. Literally, you guys, this is a seventh-month-old child like getting swung around into Andre's leg, like literally <laughs> almost hitting her head, and she's just smiling she like it's the so best fun. thing. And I she think loved to myself, it. like, if she had grown up with that, I probably would have been upset, too. But because I didn't personally grow up with it, that's why I don't connect mm-hmm. with it. Not, right. And none of us had kids to get excited with. We were True. all a little bit older by the time California Adventure actually came around. So you know. And we were teenagers once that part was even, like, we were past, the, yeah. past the excitement zone, I of, think. Of those kitty rides, yeah. you know. I will say that I will miss the 3D show. Um, it's tough to be a bug. I love that. Well, and did you notice that when they first enter the um, ant tunnels, it's exactly what it looks like in, in the, the movie. theater. Yeah. Yeah. It is so cool. And I, I even looked at Luis and I'm like, oh my gosh, isn't that cool? And he goes, I'm actually going to miss that, but I'm not going to get missed. Uh, what did you say? I'm not going to get missed. I'm not going to miss getting poked. No, oh, oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get poked. Yes. Yeah, you get poked in the back so hard. He Yikes. doesn't like getting poked. So. I don't like getting poked either, but that's a fun ride. Yes. Are we ready for our uh, yeah, the ratings? Let's, um, let's yes. talk a little bit about its reception. So this movie has a... What do you give it, Addy? Oh, she Nubbins. Gives it oh, she is so She's happy. She's beating it up, you guys. Yeah. She's going to be on the podcast one day five for Five sure. mic hits out of... Out of five. Um, <laughs> five out of five, my kids. <laughs> this movie has a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. Pretty good. Which is pretty good. That's not pretty good. That's really it's good. extremely good. It's kind of interesting because... We give 70s pretty good. Because the, yeah. the <laughs> audience score is 72%. What? So it was, it was much more critically acclaimed than even just... Which people. when does that happen? Yeah, Do you think it's, it's because it's about rare. bugs? Just like bugs in general. Like if I see, this is what happened to me with Marvel. Ant-Man started having a bunch of things for Ant-Man. And I was like, I don't want to see Ant-Man. It's about a bug. Like maybe that's why. People don't like bugs. People don't like bugs. I mean, I don't like rats, but I ended up liking Ratatouille. True. Mm. No offense to Ratatouille. What are you going to give this movie, Andre? Um, That's a good question. I didn't even think about this. Uh, (laughs) What is my rate? I think I'm going to give this movie... Like a nine. It's it's really good. It's solid. It's hilarious the entire way through. I like the plot. I love the way that they defeat the grasshoppers at the end with the bird and the circus performers coming back. It's 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 a really good twist and turn and and, and it's different than than I think people usually expect. Like it's yes. a different type of beating right, yeah. the enemy. That's mm-hmm. cool. Tricking them. It's good stuff. Super good. Nine. I'm gonna give this movie a nine and a half. <laughs> Um, I love this movie. It was so funny because we were we were talking about the music earlier, and then all of a sudden, like the whole time we've been recording, I've had the little song stuck in my head from the party, like when they're when they're throwing the party, and they they're like playing. I don't know. They're playing like a 
like a plant. But it's like do 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 It's been stuck in my head. She's making fun of us. I wish you guys could see the dance they were doing with it. Yes, but. With, this with movie, the shoulders and the head. This is a great, great movie. Like, there's really not anything super bad I can say about it. I love it. I grew up watching it a lot. Nine and a half. Nine what about five. you, Luis? I will give it a 8.5. 8.5? Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Yep. <laughs> yep. All yep. right. <laughs> His ratings are always the best because he just says the number. No reasoning. <laughs> yep. I'm going to also give it an eight and a half. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, I, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. There you go. I'm going to be Luis today. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Yeah, so that's what we thought of A Bug's Life uh, next week. <laughs> Michelle just sneezed. I turned my mic down. Bless you. Next. It was funny because of the face you made. I've seen you sneeze. I don't think I've ever really watched you sneeze before. That was... <laughs> It's Did a sight to behold, truly. Yeah. My gosh, you have a funny sneeze. That was funny, very cute. You got a funny sneeze face. I've known you for a long time, and that was. What happened is we went to Monterey yesterday, and I don't have allergies by the ocean. So then when I come back, it's like, ugh. Allergy what happened? <laughs> we live in allergy town. Next week. <laughs> yeah, we do. We are watching a movie suggested by some listeners. We are going to watch 2015's live action Tomorrowland. Ooh. Starring Why George Clooney. Why did make that sound? This isn't a scary movie. I was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound of excitement. <laughs> yes. I have never seen this movie. I have never seen this movie either. Emily has. Louise has. Once, yes. Once. Once. All right. Cool. And we will leave our opinions for next time. Um, <laughs> yes i'm excited thanks so, yeah. for your suggestions um we really want you guys to keep sending in suggestions because it's fun and all when we pick the movies but we we also like when we get suggestions because then maybe it's something like this where some of us haven't seen it and we didn't even think of it and now we're gonna watch it that's right well and you're more invested in the episode if you yeah. care about the movie yeah or maybe if you're like don't care about the movie and you're like i just want to yes agree with all your and thanks for thanks. voting for Bugs Life because I really wanted that one to win. I was very happy. Oh, yeah. Did. This was a part of our fan vote. Yeah. Yes. Our Pixar fan vote. Yes, it was. Right. And I was very happy Bugs Life got picked. Bugs Life won. And it out. was funny because it, like, won one. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. Destroyed. It's so funny because that's happened on a lot of our fan votes. Like, we picked three that we're excited about, and one totally dominates. Yeah. Which is so interesting because sometimes it's not the one I think is going to win, like Truth. Sword in the Stone. Mm-hmm. I was like, Truth. oh, okay. Very cool. Yeah. Cool. I'm excited for this yes. Tomorrowland. Woo-woo. I'm excited as well. So, you guys, if you want to leave us suggestions, you can head over to any of our social media. We are at the Walt Vault Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Send us a DM. Ask us some questions. Do all of the good stuff. You can also send us an email, which I personally would love, to contact at thewaltvaultpod.com. And we may just read your message on the show like we did with Hans earlier in this episode. If you want to support The Walt Vault, there are a couple ways you can do that. You can head over to patreon.com slash The Walt Vault. And for as little as $1 per month, you can get access to our after show, A Crack in the Vault. And that really helps us keep the lights on over here. You can also go to thewaltvaultpod.com and go to our shop on Amazon page. And if you buy something from Amazon by clicking on that link, it'll give us a small piece of your purchase at no additional cost to you. So that's very helpful as well. Any way you want to help us out is great. You can also help us out by going to iTunes and leaving a review for The Walt Vault. Um, a five-star rating would be good. That helps spread the word and put our name out there on iTunes to let more people find us. Um, but we're also available to listen to on YouTube, Stitcher, Google Play, everywhere that podcasts are found, you can find us. So please subscribe and tell your friends. Tell your mom about The Walt Vault. That'd be great. You guys, that's it for now. We will see you next week for Tomorrowland. The Vault is not